Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. This is another money show. Get set for another hour of the latest financial information and economic news affecting your bottom line. JR and Anthony are committed to helping more Americans like you optimize their income, reduce their tax risk, and reach financial freedom. So let's start the show. Here are your hosts, Anthony Correo and JR Rochford. Here we are, your hosts, Anthony Correo and J.R. Rochford, taking a break from our day-to-day -day as financial advisors with Rochford and Associates, a fully independent fourth-generation family practice right here in the greater Phoenix area to bring you information you may not find on those other financial shows. We are, the where, we are aware that the last thing you need is another money show, but we appreciate you being here today. So, uh, I don't know. I've got a few things on my list to cover. What do you want to start with, JR? Well, how much time do I have? Do you want to get to your list at all? Because usually when you let me talk, then you say you never get back. So, are you sure you <laughs> want to go first? Well, I mean, let me tell you what's on my list, and then we can go from there. So, I've got the End Hedge Fund Control of America Homes Act. Do you have that on your list? I have no idea what that is, so apparently I do not. Oh, well, this one I think you're going to enjoy. So right now there is a bill that's out there um, that they're trying to end hedge funds owning single family homes. Never going to happen. We will see if this gets passed and the odds are it won't. It's just kind of like those uh, let's stop insider trading inside of Congress bills that, you know, are fun for show, but obviously they're never going to pass them since it's, uh, you know, that's how they make all their money. They don't let. So, oh wait, no. Wait, is that there? Just get a raise too in Congress too. I thought stop we talked there. about that a few shows ago. Hold up, hold up, stop there. So what? Congress is going to say yay or nay on whether Congress gets to do insider trading. Is that what I remember correctly oh. about this? Was it Nancy Pelosi that said she's going to stop people like herself from insider trading? And we thought for a second that that was going to pass. You. You oh, know, I definitely think she never said that. I'm pretty sure she got called out for it, and they're like, no, I'm I'm an American. I should be able to trade, too, kind of BS. But no, no, so this one, I mean, that one's an old... You can find us talking about that in old episodes of Another Money Show, wherever you like and subscribe to podcasts. But right now, for this one, this End Hedge Fund Control of America Homes Act, what they're saying is... They want all of these hedge funds to sell the single family homes within 10 years. So at least 10%, at least 10% over the next 10 years until they own nothing at all. And you, have you ever, you haven't heard of that one yet? I have not, but I, I just, I mean, and on the surface, I have to do some digging before I can give you an intelligent response to that. But on the surface, I remember the golden rule. I remember that whoever has the gold makes the rules. And I can tell you right now, the elite, the hedge fund managers, the powerful and wealthy, the lobbyists, the politicians, the Congress people, they are all in bed together. So if I am supposed to think that we're going to change the system to be more fair to people like you and me, I don't buy it. I don't think it's ever going to happen. I think things are getting worse. I think the hedge funds are going to mo own more homes. And if they pass some bill saying that they have to sell homes, who's going to enforce it? Is that going to be HUD? Is that going to, who is it? Uh, sure. 
I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm not super hopeful that it'll pass. I would love for it to. I really would. That doesn't mean it's going to. Because since, you know, pre-COVID, they were buying in, you know, 10 to 15% levels of all the new homes being purchased were uh, investment buyers. And now we're looking at closer to 20, 25%. So almost a fourth of all homes being bought are to continue this rent crisis that we're seeing. You know, it's already getting hard enough to own homes and it's definitely going to be harder if there's a monopoly on who owns them, you know, because then these companies, they have so much, they can sit on them and force the, you know, force the prices up and refuse to sell. You know, they can buy themselves time when they have that kind of money. So we're already seeing a crisis there. We'll see if that continues. I would love for this to pass. I'd love to see how this plays out. They've got, uh, who is it? Kevin O'Leary. Is he the Shark Tank guy? Correct. Yeah. So there's a an interview with him that's circling around too. And he doesn't think this is a good idea. And he thinks the government should stay out of the markets. When has the government ever stayed out of the markets? The government only stays out of the markets if it's beneficial to people. But if it hurts these corporations, that's when they step in. All these bailouts. Tell me we've got a free market when we're bailing out all these large companies all the time when they make gambles and lose. It's not a free market. It's not even close. Correct. And Jim, good point. BlackRock, all you have to do is do some research. We've done it all for you. So listen to all of our episodes and you won't have as much work to do. But if you're resting, go ahead and look up Vanguard... Black Rock and Black Stone and see how they're intertwined with the hedge funds, with the big banks, with the government. Do a little research and you will see that nothing in your best interest is ever going to pass again. Sorry, I'm on one today. I mean, I can tell you right now, I'm not I'm not feeling good about the world. You know, I, I have a lot on my plate today and all of it is negative. I, I've tried so hard to end the year and be more positive and more happy, but things are going the wrong way. You know, do you want to, do you want to, okay, well, go ahead. You said you had more on your plate. So the hedge fund thing, I well, let's track that one. But I have news for you. And, and I'm not even going the crazy train. I'm not going toward Klaus Schwab and you will own nothing and be happy. I'm not going toward 15 minute smart cities. I'm just saying you think that these people that patrol themselves and regulate themselves are going to decide to uh, bring back, revitalize the American dream. Come on, you know, people and who knows, you know, I don't even know what you're talking about. You and I didn't have time to prepare for this week's show. So we haven't talked about what each other has on our notes, but I can tell you what, if I've never heard of it, probably a lot of the country has never heard of what you're saying. What's the old thing about ignorance and apathy? I don't know. And I don't care. That's what this country is stuck in. Ignorance and apathy. And you know what? I don't know. And I don't care. I, I, I uh, this whole thing. It's, it's not going to end the way we think it is. I mean, I do have a little bit today on cyber attacks and power grid failures and stuff that's really hard to think about. I can tell you I need to bring up normalcy bias. Why is it so hard for people to realize that what I am saying and bringing to you is worthy of your time to research? It's overwhelming. It's a lot more comfortable to watch the Dallas Cowboys and watch the Phoenix Car- is it Phoenix or Arizona Cardinals? Is it Chicago or Illinois Bears? You know, that's the priority. I brought up Fantasy Football League last week. I, I hear a lot about Taylor Swift. You know, there's even a course at ASU on Taylor Swift. That is a true story. You can take a college course 
at ASU about Taylor Swift. But you know what? You probably I took know. a college course on the Beatles and on Elvis when I was at ASU. Those are my easy A electives. Perfect. No, I, th- I think that is absolutely wonderful. How fun is that? When I was a kid, we used to make fun of people that took a course called Underwater Basket Weaving. You know, we didn't have. Well, that was a real course. I've heard no, you say that before. Not. I thought that was a joke. That's serious. No, it is a joke. I don't think it was ever a real course. Oh. It was, just, it was okay. making fun of people that spend the money and the time to go to college and take stuff that does nothing for anybody except makes you have a good time. And like you said, easy A. So, oh, let me breathe. Did you, What else do you have on your plate? Let's knock your stuff out and then you can let me rant and rave for the next 43 well, minutes. The other one up. was, you know, we talk about the FDIC all the time. But I haven't really dug into the, was it N-U-A-C, N-A-U-C, whatever yep, the FDIC right. version of the credit unions is. Um, and that this is, their paperwork is much, much harder to read than the FDIC is. The FDIC reserves ratio is, you know, right there and in your face. But it's really hard to kind of track what position these credit unions are in. It does seem as though they're in better position than the percent. Last I was able to find an actual number that I found from more than one source. And this was going back. I brought this up on the show about a month or two ago. And the closest I found that that cross-reference was 7%, which means 93% of your money is in jeopardy. Whereas with the FDIC, 99% is in jeopardy. So yeah, let's all get our little butts out of the banks and into the credit unions. Yeah, if I'm looking at that correctly, the w- number I'm seeing is closer to 10, and that's if I did the math right. But here's here's the thing, because I had this conversation with somebody who called in from the radio show recently, and if we go to a digital currency, and it's not even when? if, it's when, yes, exactly, none of this really matters, because Correct. if there's a run on the banks, if the you know the Fed takes over, then all of our accounts will be with the Fed. All of the, you know, the transactions will be handled through the Fed. Fed now, which is already a thing, it's the platform for which the C- CBDC will be carried out. But you're going to have banks handling loans and credit cards and miscellaneous. So does the Fed want to manage a bunch of tiny credit unions or do they want to manage a handful of massive super conglomerate banks? You already know the answer. They're structuring these banks. They're restructuring. They're putting up banks in strategic locations in inner cities where they talk about equality. They are shutting tons of branches that they're not going to need. It's happening right in front of your face. Jamie Dimon selling a million shares of his own stock. What does he think? There's going to be another 2008? Or does he think that the banks are going to be dramatically different in the next two, five, ten years? Well, the thing with Jamie Dimon, too, is Chase has talked about releasing their own digital currency, which yes. we said there, you know, he's in bed with Janet Yellen and the Treasury Secretary. I mean, anytime there's a bank closure or forfeiture or whatever, they're always going to Jamie Dimon to get his opinion on it. You know, he practically is the government of finance, it seems at this point. So the fact that Chase is going to work on releasing their own CBDC, I can't imagine that it's not going to tie into what the government reaches because why would they even bother reaching it when they know that the government's working on their own so maybe that'll be an interesting one to continue to watch maybe jamie diamond's impatient the government's taking too long on their cbdc and he thinks he can do it and then they'll just you know bow down to him like they always do i i mean, I mean technically the fed isn't a federal institution so why would it be any different from jamie diamond releasing his 
digital dollar. Because why isn't that? I mean, our our U.S. currency now is essentially a manufactured through the banking system, which is not a government entity. So we're already we there, right? We haven't brought that up in a while. Stop there for a second in case there's new listeners. The You just said the Federal Reserve. It's Federal Reserve. There's people that don't know that the Federal Reserve is bankers. It's families in this country that are very powerful that we know not much of. It's not federal. And by the way, there's no reserves. So that Federal Reserve is very much full of hooey. But that's me being a bitter little angry person. And the IRS is still on their journey to hire 87,000 IRS agents. So I better be real careful here. Luckily, I pay all my taxes and I don't make much money. So life is good. (laughs) No, I mean, the, the banking, this is a good time. I mean, you know, we have to touch on the banks every week. So this is a good time to give people a little reminder. If you still have a safe deposit box at a credit union or a bank, I'm not sure what you're thinking. If, if there's anything important in it, I mean, get it out, get it to your house, at least go to Bass Pro Shop or Sportsman Warehouse. By the way, I'm not a paid spokesman for them and get a fireproof safe and get it in your house. These banks are somewhat likely, potentially, allegedly likely to close your doors and bring into this country what they did in Greece or Yemen or Venezuela. It's a bail in. Research that term, kid, if you haven't already. Kids, not just kid. We have more than one listener actually on another money show. So reach it's actually three kids and they're in a trench coat. So correct. But nothing nefarious is going on with a trench coat. Be be awake and aware and nimble and watch the banks because there's still a mass exodus from the banks. Why do you think all of a sudden they're giving you five percent on your CD? By the way, what's a CD? Once in a while I ask people what's a CD just to make sure they understand their financial holdings. Uh, it's, it's safe. It's like a checking account. Well, what what is it like why not just leave in your checking account well it's higher rates it's it's a little bit less liquid what is it it might be short-term treasuries oh by the way the uh, usdebtclock.org that we bring up pretty much every episode take a peek on there on the upper left hand corner you're gonna see we are now at 33.9 trillion so i figure a big christmas gift for the country we should probably touch into the uh 34 trillion bah, who cares who cares? Who 34. cares exactly, JR? Who does? Yep. I- Who cares? Well, it's getting closer. It's getting closer. So 34 and then put 12 zeros behind it and then see if you can wrap your mind around it. By the way, if you're spending some time on there and you're looking up what you owe as a taxpayer, if you're looking up, it, it has tons of good information. Look up in the upper right hand corner. corner. Do I say quarter or corner? I can't tell what I'm saying here. Look up in the right hand corner. And there's a little box that you can open up. And lately, they've been changing it up and putting a lot of funny little cartoons in there. So it's it's things are getting weird. That that seems like whoever runs that site, which is very hard to ascertain, it seems like they are Christians and they are very conservative financially. But it's interesting. And you know what? Being Christian or not Christian, being financially conservative or not, who cares? If you don't want to see that stuff, if you're not a Christian, you're not a conservative, get your little eyes back to the upper left-hand corner and you will see that our debt is tipping. We are going to tip. It's going to change. One more thing about the banks, a bail-in. When we did a bail-out to these companies that were too big to fail, we printed and we you know, just did a couple of computer keystrokes and we used taxpayer money and we gave it to businesses that we deemed too big to fail, or banks that we deemed systematically important 
nobody asked me what I think, but that's what we did. So we're not going to be able to do that again. So now we're going to do a bail-in. And that just means all of your money in the bank or the credit union, we're going to bail it in. We're going to lock it up. We're going to say you can't have it. You can have so much a day. We're going to tell you, don't panic. It's still your money, but you can't have it. I can tell you in other countries, there was definitely some panic. But this country, no offense to myself and all of my fellow country people, but this country, we are so asleep. We're fat, lazy, instant gratification. We cannot see this country ever going through trials and tribulations like other countries. And I think, here's me being half empty, I think we're gonna, is that a word, G-U-N-N-A or is it G-O-N-N-A? We're gonna, we're gonna see some problems. And at least if you're a loyal listener to us, you're not gonna be surprised. You're not gonna be shocked. We've given you solutions. Today's a great day to run those down again. And I would like to do that. But finishing up on the banks, close out your safe deposit box, research the world bailing, and then pick up on something after you've done those two things. We have told you that it was always historically pretty much across the board. You could put in or take out $10,000 or under without difficulty. If you put in or take out more than $10,000, they could ask you questions. They could do a suspicious activity report. They, you know, you got to be careful that. Then we told you about, I don't know, a year and a half ago when we started the radio show that it was more like 5,000. And then Anthony and I just told you about, I don't know, three or four months that we on two different days had trouble getting 5,000 out. We could only get 4,000 out each. Well, this past week, a friend slash client of mine was was in a bank. I'm not going to name the name because this one is directly telling you what's wrong. And she asked for $5,000 and they said no. They So I'm sure she could have pushed the issue and said, can I go to another branch? Can I come back tomorrow? I guess you'd have to come back five days in a row because they said you can only have $1,000. And this woman went to take out this cash. I'm not going to tell you for what or for why, she did this. I said to her, if you're going to need this money anytime soon, I'd get over there and get it now because you're going to be shocked by something. You might be asked a bunch of questions. Well, it was worse than questions. They wouldn't let her have her money. How is that not a bail in? If I go into the bank and I have money in my account and I ask for $5,000 and I'm told I can only have $1,000, that to me is 100% a bail in. But when we get the across the board bail in, it's going to be a lot more permanent. Like you cannot have your $1,000 a day. You can have $60 a day and you can't come into the bank because they'll be closed. Hence, you shouldn't have a safe deposit box. Did I mention that? They're going to say you have to go to an ATM or you have to do an online transfer and then just wait and watch as what happens to this country. It's going to be interesting to say the least. Jim, do you mind playing the clip? She actually, and this is a funny story, this is this is true, she didn't mean to capture her conversation at the bank. She went in to do other business, and then she at the same time was going to get this cash, and she doesn't even know how to record and do an audio clip. She was trying to call me from the bank to ask a different question, and somehow she started recording. It, the, the, it's a little bit hard to hear, it's not the best quality, because her cell phone actually went back into her purse. 
but you can hear it enough to hear that she wanted five grand, could only get one grand, and she was a little bit taken aback. And then the next day she was in my office telling me of her experience. So Jim, can you play that clip? And then how much is it for? Uh, $7,500. And then you said you want to do a withdrawal as well? Yes, please. And then how much are you withdrawing? Um, I'd like to withdraw 5000 And Our daily limit is 1000 Oh. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Fine then, huh? Fine, whatever. <laughs> so as you hear, you think it's my money, I have it, if I want it, I can take it. I'm telling you right now, you better start testing that theory. If you have any kids or grandkids coming in for Christmas and you're going to give them a couple grand each or whatever you're going to do, you might want to start getting the money secured now. Today, as we record, is lucky number 13th of December. We record on Wednesday. We air on Saturday. So today on the 13th, I can tell you the banks and the credit unions are very likely to throttle back your money. All right, I've beaten that horse to death. Well, that's crazy, though, that she was able to catch that on tape. I mean, it's but 4000 I thought was ridiculous when we went to the bank, but 1000 1000 is nothing. And you got to think that the 10000 rule that we talk about, how long? I mean, that was a 10000 rule when you were a kid, right? Correct. So in like 70s, 80s. $10,000 40 years ago is not the same as 10,000 now and that didn't that number didn't go up it went down. If anything that 10,000 then should be like 30,000 now. You should be able to go in and take 30 as the equivalent without issue. Now they're telling us you can't have more than 5, can't have more than 4, can't have more than 1. I mean they're they're pushing you to be digital. We all know this. And younger generations my age have no issues with that. Nobody has cash anymore if you're my age. Right, right. No, you've you've grown up in an era to be conditioned that every bit of your money can be moved with your cell phone. You can put your cell phone up to a vending machine and go into your bank and it pops out a soda or a pop, depending on where you're from. No, it's, it's yeah, you're right. But I can tell you, once you have that in place where you cannot get cash, what, what are you going to do if you're at a yard sale? Is everybody going to have to have a square on their cell phone? Are they going to have to Venmo you and Zell you? If you want to, you know, give a tip at a restaurant for five bucks to a, a food runner, you know, you can put the tip to the server, you know, on your bill with a meal. But what if you want to give somebody five bucks? How are you going to do that? I guess you're going to give them the new Jamie Diamond coin. How are you yeah. going to give money to homeless people now? Don't worry. They've got a square on them. You can just directly uh, pay them by credit card. Yep. We'll work for Venmo. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's going to slow down traffic. So should we move on? Have we done enough damage to the banks for today? You know who's not having trouble getting money out of the banks from what we hear? We we got an article. I've I've seen it a couple times, but I got another article from Michael C. of Sun City here this week. And apparently, you know, we still have a uh, influx in the immigration system. You know that, right, Anthony? You know we haven't closed the borders yet. So we have heard from a couple different sources that when you cross the border, we already knew that you were getting bus fare, train fare, plane fare to go wherever you want, and then you promised to appear in court. These courts are going to be awfully busy when you have a couple million people when their due date gets here for court. So apparently, in Arizona, apparently these people coming across the border are getting a visa, a prepaid 
Visa gift card for $5,000. The source that Mike gave us was Mark Lamb, who's the sheriff of Pinal County, I believe it is. Well, now he's running for the U.S. Senate. And I, I I think he probably vetted and verified this pretty thoroughly before bringing this to our attention because that would actually you know, put him out of the race for U.S. Senate if it turned out that he was, you know, making stuff up at this point. So the, these people are getting 5000 5000 If you're having any trouble still stomaching the $3.50 gas price or the price of groceries, you know, if, if you're having any problem stomaching that stuff, just think while you're struggling to pay that kind of money, somebody coming across the border illegally, I'm not, I, I can't stop saying that because that's really what it is, they are being handed a $5,000 prepaid Visa gift card to use with whatever they want. And they're getting their cell phone. They're still getting their bus fare. So I, I saw a meme on Facebook, which is where I get all my news, obviously. And it showed, do you remember the movie Home Alone? Mm-hmm. This, this meme is going around. It's Kevin McAllister. And it said that Kevin's grocery list in Home Alone it cost $19.83. Part of that, he's got to milk. So $19.83. Then last year, in 2022, they updated the cost of the list, and it was $44.40. So over double, that's shocking. And then this year, it costs a whopping $72.28. Whether this is vetted and verified and factual and accurate, I don't know, but it's interesting. I know that food costs a heck of a lot more than it did in 1990, so I guess it wouldn't surprise me. So, other than Kevin McAllister, another thing about the whole border stuff, there there are a lot of things are very weird in our country. I, I consider it like a calm before the storm I started looking into a little bit more about what our government is doing to to safeguard things in our country, and I found a new executive order for this. By the way, we don't do it enough, but if you ever need to get a hold of us, <laughs> reach out to us at 623-523-0444, because I am going to hit you with a lot of stuff today. So if you don't remember some of this stuff, give us a call or email us at team moneyshow.com. Remember, all of JR and Anthony's listeners receive a free financial consultation just for listening to the show. Visit anothermoneyshow.com to learn more and schedule an appointment. Thanks for listening to Another Money Show and subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. At Rochford and Associates, we know the road to financial freedom is not a straight path. And the journey is different for every family. And in times like these, we want you to feel confident that you're safely on track to meet your retirement goals. We want to ask you to prepare for economic chaos. We want you to prepare for bank volatility. We want you to insure and protect your assets with a smart plan. Our team can help you make the most of your hard-earned savings using strategies that are right for you. I want more people to sit down with us. When we talk about a financial plan, it's different for every person we meet. We tailor make our plans. Schedule your no obligation consultation today by calling 623-523-0444. That's 623-523-0444. Rochford and Associates, veteran owned, 
and proud to serve Americans like you. Thanks for joining us this week on another Money Show. Great first segment from the guys, as always. And of course, we thank you for taking the time out of your busy weekend to listen to the best financial radio show across the dial in the greater Phoenix area. And if you missed that first segment, be sure to catch the show in podcast form on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Well, as we approach the end of 2023, we need to pass along an important end of the year reminder, required minimum distributions. It's important to remember that the deadline for taking your required minimum distributions, RDMs, is quickly approaching. The date? December 31st. JR and Anthony do this proactively with all of their clients to help them plan any annual distributions in an efficient manner. Missing the deadline could result in significant penalties, so be sure to mark your calendars and prioritize this important financial task before it's too late. Required minimum distributions from employer-based retirement plans and traditional individual retirement accounts, IRAs, will be due on December 31st for most people 73 years or older. Hey, by the way, quick question. Are you 100% sure you're going to have a great retirement, or do you have some doubt? Well, let JR and Anthony, real professional financial advisors, help you get started with a complimentary consultation and plan that is focused on your specific situations and goals. So reach out to the guys, visit the website, anothermoneyshow.com, email the guys at team at anothermoneyshow.com, or do it the old-fashioned way. Pick up the phone and give JR and Anthony a call at 623-523-0444. Again, that phone number, 623-523-0444. Some news items from this past week to pass along. According to multiple news outlets, Arkhouse Management and Brigade Capital Management have offered to buy Macy's for a reported $5.8 billion. According to sources, this new offer values the retailer at $21 per share. Macy's closed to just over $17 a share on Friday the 8th of this month. That was last Friday, down roughly 17% since the start of the new year. But this past Monday, the company's shares closed nearly 20% higher. And despite efforts throughout the year, Macy's sales have slumped, declining 7% year-over-year in the third quarter. In the sports world, last weekend marked the end of the free agency tour of Major League Baseball player Shohei Otani. The two-way superstar agreed to a 10-year contract with the Los Angeles Dodgers worth $700 million. Washington University and St. Louis Director of Sports Business Program and Sports Impact founder Patrick Reich appeared on CNBC and discussed the ramifications of this new contract. The Dodgers have a history of working with Japanese stars, so I think this is where the Dodgers will see the greatest increase in their revenue going forward is in international revenue growth and corporate partnership growth. According to Fabian Ardea of The Athletic, the deal comes with payment deferrals. Otani is deferring all but $2 million of his $70 million average annual salary until the contract's conclusion in 2034. I'm sure Shohei Otani has a great financial team to help him out with his finances. And speaking of which, cheap segue aside, I know a financial team that can help plan your retirement. J.R. Rochford and Anthony Correo. And for our listeners, full retirement plan consultations. The guys provide comprehensive consultations at no cost to our listeners, and there's no obligation. You only work with them if it's best for you. The guys will help you analyze your financial situation and see the bigger picture. So reach out and get started on your own custom retirement plan today. Visit the website, anothermoneyshow.com, or call 623-523-0444. Again, that phone number, 
523-0444 to schedule a no-obligation consultation. One final note on our weekly update. On last week's show, I stated with confidence that the hit movie Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. I have a feeling some people may disagree. Well, in the past, the star of the movie, Bruce Willis himself, has weighed in on this raging once-a-year debate. So, Bruce, I ask you with the utmost respect as a fan of the film, fan of yourself as well, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Hey, happy holidays to all of our listeners. That's your weekly Another Money Show update. Now back to the guys, Jr. and Anthony, for the continuation of this week's edition of Another Money Show. You're listening to Another Money Show. You know, I, I know a year and a half ago I beat to death Executive Order 14067, which, by the way, if you never looked it up, you still have time because it's still very much applicable. But this new one that I found this week, it was signed on November 27. It's Executive Order 14111. And I, the reason that I'm very, I'm trying to tie all this stuff together. We have completely open borders and we have a lot of people here that may just be hard workers. They want to send money back home. They've gone through a lot. They feel safer here. I don't know. So, but there also could be some people that want to do this country harm. So what's the government doing about it? Obviously, they're going to shut the borders. Like we know that. We know that that's just not in the in the cards. So this executive order, you know what it's doing? I thought maybe it's going to strengthen what goes on in our country because of everything going on. No, it, it actually just strengthens the government. It actually, this thing, it strengthens federal facilities and the executive branch of the government. It's only four pages. So if you want to research it, it was on November 27th. It's four pages, executive order 14111. So, but basically it does nothing to strengthen our power grid. I guess where I'm going with this, I've been worried about EMPs and high altitude EMPs and solar flares and cyber attacks and and all this stuff. I've been worried about that for a long time because I just think our country's vulnerable. We're asleep. We're ripe for it. So, and other countries that may want to do us harm know this. Well, as I'm looking up what the government's doing about this, and I find they're doing nothing for the people, but they're doing something for themselves. I also find out just this week that apparently China has infiltrated our country via cyber attacks for over a year now. And we're just now getting information that it's been proven. They've, they've hacked into a water treatment facility on Hawaii, on the island of Hawaii. They, they've hacked into the Texas power grid. You do know we have like three main power quadrants, grid power sections. We have east, west, and Texas. And apparently they're able to get yeah, quadrants. It almost sounds like four when you say quad. So apparently they can get into the uh, Texas power grid. Well, that's pretty scary. Oh, and by the way, you can't make all this up. Anthony, I'm sure you've heard this because you're young and I'm surprised I've heard of this. Do you know that the Obamas have a movie out on Netflix about the end of the world and about like cyber attack and power grid failure? Have you seen it or heard about it? Wait, seriously? No, I hadn't heard of that one. Yep, yep. My friend Cheryl, my buddy Cheryl, who who keeps a real close eye on the usdebtclock.org, she's the one that first told me about it a few days ago. And then I was listening to a radio show the last couple of days hearing about it. But it's it's basically about how the country is going to end, and this is this is it's it's I guess the producers are Michelle and and Barack Obama. 
And I, and I guess this thing is very, 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 very scary. I might have to come to your watch, your house to watch it. I think when they started beefing up their security with passwords, I lost my access to Netflix and I'm certainly not going to pay for it. steal my Netflix anymore? I guess not. You used to live with us when you signed up for it here. It wasn't like I'm a thief. I mean, you were living with us while you were waiting to buy your house. So I didn't do anything wrong, but I didn't suspend it after you moved out and, and shame on me. But anyway, I don't think I have Netflix access and I need to see this movie right away because I've heard that while we prove that China is doing weird things in our country, in case we go to actual war with them is the reason, now the Obamas are, are producing a movie that's showing exactly how it's going to come about. So, And then the government, what are they working on? They're working on strengthening their agencies in case there's a cyber attack or a power grid failure. It's all lined up and none of it's good. I have news for you. Oh, what are the, what is the government? As long as we're on the banks today in the government, what is the government working on behind the scenes for the hardworking taxpayers? Do you remember, Anthony, I haven't brought it up in, in a long time, maybe years. Do you remember when, when the government started to toy with the idea of making you pay tax, capital gain tax, when you have a profit in your stocks, even if you didn't sell them? Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. How they would do that doesn't make any sense to me, but. Well, it does. They, they, when they, you do your taxes, you have to give your your uh, statements from your account at Schwab or wherever it is, so they but can I mean, do it. You, it, you don't have it though. That's, I mean, what we tell people about the stock market is like you don't have any of these gains. You don't have them. So how do you get taxed on something you don't have? That, that, but that's what they're talking about doing. They're saying the country's broke and we need help. You know, poor Ukraine's not getting a new dude's not getting a new yacht this week. No, they're they're talking about taking your 1099 every year or 1098 or whatever the heck it is. And they're talking about taxing you if you made gains that year, even if you didn't sell it. The unfortunate thing, the article I wrote that says that they're back with that idea again, they're also looking at doing it with your home. In other words, if your home went up 20% in 2024, if the value goes up, they're talking about adding that as a line item on your taxes. So you pay gains on your home that you did not when sell. When did that happen? Is that something new? Very new. Yep. It's called the repatriation tax. So when you're resting, look up repatriation tax. And and you and I need to dig into it a little bit because is it likely? I mean, you know, Here's it's more like- The fact that we're taxed on property ownership period should be illegal. Like, that's so unacceptable. You never truly own anything if they can tax you on things that you own outright and then come after you if you don't pay the taxes. Nope. And these people, you know, we moved to Sun City about a year ago. These people in Sun City, you get older, you get infirmed, you're in a long-term care situation, you paid off your house in the 70s or 80s or 90s, and now you're sick, your spouse passed on, it's just you, you're in a skilled nursing facility, or as they call it, a sniff. So you're, you're in this facility and you miss your property taxes because they don't come through your bank through an escrow account. They can take your house. Yes. So you better be nice to your kids and make sure they have a reminder on when your homeowner's insurance is due. You, you get a reverse mortgage because your home's your only big asset, which by the way, we're not in favor of. There's been a couple of times we've seen a reverse mortgage be a good thing in general, or we've seen where it's usually not because you have other better options. But anyway, so- yeah, if you have a reverse mortgage, you better make sure you pay your homeowner's insurance every year 
even though it's going up dramatically lately, and you better make sure you pay that property tax or they'll take your house too. So yeah, I mean, I, I know that this is negative today and I'm sorry for that, but this stuff has to be said. We are not over sorry. The- we did this whole, the whole point of the show was to bring this stuff to light. Yes, but I'm sorry because like when I was trying to be a little bit more lighthearted around Thanksgiving and we were just slamming Jim's crazy uncle who thinks you don't have to have money. Who in the hell, by the way, in history, who brought that thing up? You don't need money to be happy. Money doesn't buy happiness. That is the biggest crock of you know what ever. And no, but did you see there was so um, there was the thing. Um, the, what's the podcast with Bill Maher? Um, anyway, Roseanne was on that podcast recently and she said, I think what was one of the most brilliant lines I've heard all year. She said, money does not buy you happiness, but it makes you less miserable. Brilliant. Amen. Amen. Brilliant. Amen. Scratch yourself and sing the national anthem and get all. Yep. Amen, though. No. And, Club you know, Random, by the way, is the podcast with Bill Maher. I just want to give him credit for that. But yeah, that was brilliant line from Rose. Well, and I'll tell you what. I mean, it's it's funny because certain things trigger us in life, you know, to really contemplate what's important and what's not. And I would think number one is your health and number two is your money. Obviously, if you're a Christian, you would put those as two and three. I'm not trying to get into that. I'm just saying here on this planet, that's, that's, and it's pretty clear because when you see people that are not feeling well, when you see people that are sick, it doesn't matter how much money they have. They, they're not doing well. So Anthony, I, I am not even watching the clock right now. I thought you were going to bring up something. You, you have friends that live in Ireland. I know you've been there a couple times. I know your friends from Ireland have been here and I've met them. So did you see that article that, that Mike sent us about free speech in Ireland? Did you? Nope. I'm, uh, I'm way behind on the Mike articles trying to, uh, you know, speaking of health issues, you know, our my mom, Jared's husband, our office manager has been ill since Thanksgiving. So that has taken up quite a bit of our time being a family practice and all. So for those of you that have reached out, um, we thank you for reaching out, but I know it's taken us a bit more time to get back to everybody lately. So, Well, yep. And that's why when I say sometimes things make you contemplate stuff, you know, your mom is, she's, she's laid up, you know, you got on me for giving a hip information before, but I'm, I'm not giving you specific meds she's on or anything. So yeah, she's had a little health problem and she's not doing great. You know, I mean, obviously she's young. She's only 56. We do trust she's going to make a full and total recovery and be back to normal. And, but it's, it's, you know, I actually, I, I have to dig out our long-term care policy our, our, because she's getting skilled nursing treatment right now. And it's like, my gosh, who cares about money? You know, they come in and they talk about how long she can stay in the facility before the insurance company kicks her out. And that, that makes me sick to my stomach. These insurance companies, they should not dictate what kind of health care my wife or anybody else gets in this country, but they do. It should be the health care dictates the insurance company. We pay our premiums, we pay our deductibles, we pay our copays, and they're telling her how long she can stay in this nursing facility. And it makes me sick to my stomach. But the people that are telling us about this, they bring up the copays and they bring up what happens. What happens if the insurance company... After seven days is what I learned yesterday. I was told that our insurance covers this skilled nursing facility for seven days. Then she has to leave unless there's different levels of improvement. And I, and I asked, what's the average stay in this, in this place? And I was told about 14 days. That's average. I'm like, so the insurance company is giving us half of the normal stay. 
to cover it. Yes. And then if they say she has to leave because they're not going to cover anymore, I can appeal it. I get a chance to appeal. And then I say, well, what happens if I lose the appeal? Well, then you have to pay. I'm like, well, what if the appeal takes another week? So she's there the average 14 days. They're like, well, then you have to pay for those seven days. And then I got, <laughs> I was educated on the nightly cost of having room and board. And then I was educated on the physical therapy cost, the occupational therapy cost, all the other stuff. And I was like, holy cow, you want to know so why? Wouldn't it be nice to have universal health care so you wouldn't have to worry about flipping the bill for all of this? Absolutely, because I want our government in charge. You know, they, they're they in charge of the post office and I like how that's going. So absolutely. No, this system is not good. I'm I'm very, very upset with it. I'm but you know what? I, I it could be worse. So you're right to bring that up. You know, Mick Jagger had a heart condition while he was in England, and guess what he did? He flew to New York City to have his surgery. I I, I guess he didn't like the system over there. But and the thing with these insurance companies, what it really leads me to, you really better make sure you understand how this works if you have a problem. You really better if you have long-term care insurance, good. If you don't, you better have a plan, whether you're wealthy enough to self-insure or whether you're going to do a spend down and get onto Altex or whether you have the insurance. You better understand that going into it. You know, something else that this is just a sideline because I know I talked about immigration earlier and how that's going. So I said something kind of being just being me and being a snippy little sarcastic, you know what? I said so... Because we have an insurance plan, we have to talk about all this with, you know, how long she can be there, you know, what's going to happen with her ambulance ride, what's going to happen with our co-pays from the hospital. And then I said, what if I don't have insurance? I was just thinking outside the box. What if I just got here, you know, a few months ago from Africa or Venezuela or maybe even Mexico? And I was told that in the state of Arizona anyway, if you show up at a facility and you need care or treatment, they cannot refuse service. Whether it's an ER, whether it's a hospital, whether it's a other place, they cannot turn you away. If that's true, that means if I have insurance, I have to play by the insurance company rules. If I don't have insurance, there are absolutely no rules. That's what I came to the understanding yesterday. And I got really bad news for future generations. That's not going to end well either. We're broke. Our systems are broke. You you, you are, oh, yeah, I mean, everything. Well, you said, you know, at the border, they're getting $5,000 gift cards. And that's insane to me. There's so many stats out there that say that over 63% of Americans don't even have a $500 emergency fund. Nobody has money. I mean, we handle people's money for a living. We see it. See it day in and day out. People don't have enough money to retire. They don't have enough money, period. And it's only getting worse by the generations. Yep. And none of it's good. And you know what? I'm sad to say I'm old. You're young. You guys have to fix it. I've been saying since you've been in the practice, Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, Healthcare, Borders, Politics, all of this stuff is going to be on you. Because it's not nothing happens next Wednesday. You used to get mad at me when I would say January 1st of 2023, we're going to flip a switch. I, I was being funny. I mean, I, I think it's a 20 year slow decline that we're in the middle of. I actually think we're towards the end of it and it's going to accelerate, but it's not going to happen overnight. It's just going to keep getting worse and worse until we are an unrecognizable country. And apparently things are fine. I mean, we're near all time highs again with the Dow Jones. It's matched where it was in 2021. 
which I do think is funny because, you know, all time highs. But if you just stayed in the market and you're following the S&P, I mean, you just lost a year and a half worth of growth. You're finally getting it back. Did you ever cash out? Did you ever capture any of those gains? Just like talking about taxes. How do you tax unrealized gains and losses? Because you don't actually have it. Just like any money that's invested, unless it's cash, unless it's a hard asset. It's not anything you really own. And I don't remember. I took this off topic. Now I feel like you. What were we talking about before we got into mom? We well, and two things, and I and I can take you back on track because I'm a master getting off track and then getting back on. Uh, one one thing about that five thousand dollar gift card, I, I did when I was poking around. I found the government is denying it. So how can the government deny it and it still happen? I found the answer to that. The government can give the money to charities. Like say they give it to the Catholic Church or whatever, they can give it to charities, five hundred one three Cs, and the five hundred one C threes can in turn give it to our new citizens of the country, our new uh, immigrants. Yeah, so that's how they can get around saying we're not doing it. You know, where's the money coming from for cell phones? And then I'm told, well, we only give them cell phones because there's a tracking device in it. And then when their court date shows up, we know where they are. Give me a break. Yeah, come on. We're we're uh, we are trying to sabotage the country. Stop putting your head in the sand or wherever you're putting your head because it's getting to be crunch time. So back to where we were before you did a JR and took us off track. We were in Ireland. We're in the country. And I've been saying for years that Ireland has a problem with their banks. Ireland's a tiny little country, but proportionately, they are one of the worst ones off in the world in their banks. Their banks are insolvent. Well, the whole world is now, so it's probably even now. Now we're all in trouble. But Ireland, apparently... If you remember George Orwell's 1984 and thought crimes, they are cracking down on free speech that the government chooses as on the wrong side of free speech. And it seems to me like this country wants to do the same thing. But I just I found it interesting because they are a little bit more advanced than we are. You know, I mean, when when you look at the upcoming social credit scores and everything, this country is going to have to acknowledge they're, they're in the middle of it right now, basically saying, if you misgender somebody, it, it's all this equality stuff. It's all the, uh, it's it's different phobias of different, you know, classes of people. But they're basically saying that Ireland is going to crack down and, and make you a, a felon, a criminal. If you say something that, that they don't think you should say. And I just, I think people that are born, I don't care where you're born on this planet. You, I want you to have freedoms. I want you to be able to think differently. We're not all the same. We need to understand that and recognize it. But we shouldn't have to cater to whomever is in charge of our political system. We shouldn't have to cater to people the way we are. And it's, I'm just thinking it's dangerous. And I want to watch Ireland because that's coming on right now. So if that goes down the slippery slope and it goes a dangerous direction... I, I, I'm curious to see if it's coming here next, and I don't know. I mean, it's not like it's a third world country or anything, so it is I mean, not. Whatever happens there will definitely have impacts here. So J- Jim just put in a little time clock thing that says we're running low on time, and I said to you before I wanted to give you a couple ideas on what to do about all this negativity, what to do if we have a cyber attack or a power grid failure. Let me give you a quick rundown. Sit with us. We'll we'll tell you on your personal situation how much of what to put in what and where and all this stuff. But I can tell you, you know, the the crazy people 
the people with a tinfoil hat, start listening to them. You need to make sure you have some food and water at home. You need to make sure you reach out to Marcy and get yourself a tower garden so you can grow some food. You need to make sure you have one gallon of water per day for each adult and for each dog that's 50 pounds or greater. You need to, you know, and that's not just to drink. You know, we can get, we can stay alive on less water. You do have to wash your hair once in a while. You do have to do some hygiene. You do have to cook with it. So you need to make sure that you've paid down debt. You need to make sure that you have some hard assets. If you're a gold and silver person, let's talk to you about percentage based on your net worth and your income and your assets and your risk tolerance. If if you like other precious metals, you know, lead, brass, any of those things, you need to make sure you have it now because, you know, things are uncertain and they're getting worse, not better. So we, we want to help you, one person, one couple, one family at a time, on what's best for your personal situation. And that's why we're here. We're here to sound alarms. We're here to make sure you are proactive and not reactive. And we're here to make sure you're prepared and not scared. And that's really hard to do in this world, if you're awake. If you're not, just go back to watching TV and don't worry about us. I love the fact that we are not a good fit for everybody. I love that the people we're a good fit for, we're a really good fit for. So reach out to us. By the way, how do you find us, Anthony? How do they reach out to us? Oh, wow. How did we get to one minute left already? Ooh, Jeez. Fat. All right. So I guess that's it for today's show. If you like what you heard, um, you can find us at anothermoneyshow.com. You can set up appointments straight from the website. You can actually listen to radio show programs from their old ones. Um, you could backlog old episodes wherever you like and subscribe to podcasts as well. Um, if you want a second opinion on your personal financial situation, there is no cost. There's no minimums. You know, we, we take this on to be more educational than not. Um, you know, we want to he- be here to be a resource. We're not going to tell you you have to have a million plus dollars to talk to us. If you have no money in savings, you probably need more help than anybody else. So reach out to us at 623-523-0444. Email us directly at team at anothermoneyshow.com. And I think that's all we got for you today. We will see you right here next Saturday at noon on 960 The Patriot. Thanks for listening to Another Money Show. You deserve to work with a private wealth management firm that will strategically work to protect your hard-earned assets. To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation, visit anothermoneyshow.com. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM. A registered investment advisor, BCM and Rochford Financial are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. At Rochford & Associates, we know you've worked hard to earn your money, and you've worked even harder to save it. When it comes to wealth management and planning for retirement, J.R. Rochford and his team of specialists have been helping individuals, families, and business owners find financial freedom at their veteran-owned firm for more than 25 years. Rochford & Associates also helps Americans like you with their insurance needs and estate planning so you can be protected from life's uncertainties with a comprehensive retirement plan. Let us help you protect and grow what you've worked so hard for. Take the next step toward financial freedom now by scheduling your free, no-obligation consultation so JR and his team can come to understand you and your family's specific needs, concerns, and financial goals. 
Give us a call now at 623-523-0444. That's 623-523-0444. Rochford & Associates, lasting solutions for your family, your future, your life. 